Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Be part of the show at KramerSays.com. Interact on Twitter at KramerSez. Now, Kramer Says. Welcome to the show. My name is Kramer. It is Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Let's get right into it, shall we? Um, what are 15-minute cities? Do you know? Are you familiar with what the 15-minute city is? You may have heard something about it on social media, TikTok in particular, but have you really dug into what they want their 15-minute city to be? You probably have not. You're probably hearing about what's going on in Canada, uh, what's going on in, Oxford, I can't even say it, Oxfordshire, England. <laughs> we got to talk to them about their city names there. They're hard to pronounce. Um, they're already testing it, and the residents aren't digging it. Why? Well, because it's a limitation on freedom. We'll tell you where you can go. We'll tell you how far you can travel. That shop on the other side of town, you don't need to go there. You don't need choice. We'll tell you what you can have, and this is what you're going to be able to get within 15 minutes of your home. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? And they've worked it all out. It shouldn't be a problem. You, you can just walk everywhere. They're not talking about the disabled. They're not talking about the elderly. They're not talking about young people. Right, having to walk the streets at night alone because they, they just want to get a candy bar. Now, I know that sounds simplistic, but this, this is exactly what they've done. They've tried to make it appear as if they can plan your life out and you will not need to go any further than 15 minutes outside of your realm. 15 minutes, that's what they're giving you. And they're saying it's for the planet. They're going to save the planet. In fact, uh, let's get into it. What what? is the 15-minute city, not my not my words, theirs. Let's listen to them. Oh, maybe. It's a 15-minute city, and why are conspiracy theorists jumping on it? You may have seen this, a vision of what the future of the world's big cities might look like, but some on TikTok aren't happy. You won't be able to do that. Spoiler, they've got nothing to worry about. Okay, that's the first one. They've got nothing to worry about. See, they're already pre-selling. Hey, guys, I, I know we were pretty restrictive during COVID, and, and you have right to be, well, a, a little shy about letting the government take more control of your life. But but, but don't, don't worry. We're not here to take control of your life. We're not going to tell you what you can and can't do. You just can't go any further than 15 minutes from your home. That, that's the only caveat. As, as long as we're clear on that one, th then, then we're going to be clear. But they're already pre-selling it. They're already telling you, oh, no, no, don't worry about what the crazies are saying. We've already taken that into account, and, and we're not going to do that. By the way, we'll get into that later, the very specifics of what this plan is and what they're doing in Oxfordshire, England, right now. Yeah, people aren't happy there. They're destroying the barriers. They're, just, they're destroying the cameras. Why? Because it's another intrusion. Th this does not help the planet in any way, shape, or form, keeping me 15 minutes from home. Limiting me to saying that I can only go 15 minutes from home, that you'll supply everything that I need. Well, you don't know what I want. You have no idea what choices I'm, I desire. And maybe the shop that I like and the shopkeeper I like is 45 minutes away. Maybe I prefer to spend my time there. And in particular, not just my time, but my money, my money. And now you, a bunch of eggheads are going to come through and say, hey, in, in order to save the planet, we're, and again, I put everything back in seventh, eighth grade mentality. I, I know that's a simplistic way to think, but that's the way that I think. Because nothing's changed since seventh or eighth grade. The fucking crazies are still the crazies. The bullies are still the bullies. The jocks are still the jocks. Nothing's changed. Mean girls are still mean girls. They never fucking changed. They're exactly the same, that they, same way that they were in seventh or eighth grade. The scale has just gotten larger. That's it. So what we've got basically is a group of kids on the playground that are saying that this part of the playground here, you, you can't go any farther than this part of the playground. Well, why? <laughs> We're going to save the planet. Is, is everybody else doing this? Is China doing this? Is India doing this? Is Africa doing this? Are, is any nation in Africa doing this? No, no. Then we're not doing it. Unless the entire planet does it, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You're going to save the planet by keeping me from going to Charlie's 45 minutes away? You're fucking insane. They continue. Minute cities are basically where bigger cities are divided up into smaller sections or neighborhoods. This man came up with the idea. It means everything people need, like shops, gyms, and bars, 
are all within a 15-minute walk or cycle. There you go. Everything you need, they'll determine what you, you need and want. Again, um, they keep telling us, you'll own nothing and be happy. Now they're telling us where we can and can't go. In a free society, you can't travel more than 15 minutes from your home because it's too much of a danger to the planet. Don't forget, though, that these motherfuckers that are telling you that you've got to stay within your city, they'll fly all over the planet in their private jets, extolling how virtuous they are in saving the planet. Fly all over the planet. And what they don't tell you, the one thing that they don't tell you is this. You know what they don't tell you? What they don't tell you is that one flight on their jet, one flight, doesn't matter where they go on the planet, one flight of their jet creates more CO2 in the atmosphere than your car does the entire time that you drive it, your entire life. In fact, if you put all the cars you've ever driven together and, and put all of that CO2 in, into a can, your can would be this small compared to the jets. Yet they don't have any problem justifying. Well, we're saving the planet, but you're making the planet far dirtier than any of us are trying to say. It doesn't make make any sense. The hypocrisy is so rich. Uh, it's it's well, it's incredulous, is what it is. I, it's hard to believe. We continue. Town planners making places better to live in. They'll reduce carbon emissions with fewer people needing to use their cars. In turn, improving people's health. Parts of London, as well as Paris and Cleveland in the US, are looking at adopting them. So there you go. Look at these cities that are looking at limiting the rights of their citizens in the hopes of saving the planet when nobody else on the planet is doing it. Nobody else is playing by these same rules. You think it's going to get better? Less restrictive? They want more control. They want to tell you where you can and can't go in your own city. Indianapolis is where I live, for example. Um, there's a computer store on the other side of town. Now, they're trying to convince you that they're going to get all of this stuff taken care of, and they'll give you exceptions. You'll give you You'll get some permission to be able to go, you know, someplace else uh, down the road that's more, uh, it's farther away than, than 15 minutes. You, you'll have to go to the city or, or the county and, and ask for their permission to take your computer from, from this spot to this spot. Not because, not because um, there's not a computer store in your neighborhood. No, because they don't think that you need to be, have choice. They don't think that you need to go to Bob's or Jane's. Or maybe you like a restaurant on the other side of town and, and you want to you know, celebrate your anniversary or birthday or special event. And, and, and you don't want the Italian restaurant that's in your quadrant in your neighborhood because it fucking sucks. You, you want to go to the good restaurant. They say, no, you can't do that. You, you, you don't have an exception for that. No, we can't, we can't allow that to happen. That's what they're saying here. And they're trying to paint it. Now, keep in mind, they're trying to paint it as this is, this is what you guys need. But it's no different than that crazy little bitch on the seventh grade playground making rules to games that don't make any fucking sense at all. Well, to, to score, you have to have your head, uh, you know, your hand on your head like this. If you don't do that, then you didn't score. It, it, I'm sorry. It's just the way it works. Those are the rules. Are you done? They're, they're not stopping, folks. Excuse me. They're not stopping. They're just going to come up with one more excuse and one more reason to lock you down. And now instead of saying we're locking down the, the entire planet, you can't fly, you can't go work, you can't travel, you can't do this, you can't do that. We're not. We're going to lock it down. Are you crazy? We're not locking it down. Just this part of town. Just this part of town right here. You, you can't go from this part of town to this part of town because, well, that's a danger to the planet. Think about that. You can't travel cross town because it's a danger to the planet. They can travel halfway around the globe, go to Davos or wherever else they're meeting up, the Paris Accords, wherever they're meeting, they can fly and, and go wherever they want. Because, well, they're, they're the knights. They're the knights in shining armor. They're out working for us. And as they tell us to eat bugs and forget about steak, that that's just too, too dangerous to the planet. Did you see any bugs? On the menu at Davos, you did not. It was steak, shrimp, lobster, veal. The best of the best. And not that cheap shit either. No, it was Wagyu. It was Kobe. Th that's what you get in Davos. 
but but not for us, not for the mill mortals, not not for the peasants, not not for us that are on the lower rungs of society. No, we don't get that. What we get is we get bugs and a 15-minute circle that we can travel within. That's what they give us. And they keep selling it as if it's going to save the planet. It is not because it can't. Unless everybody's playing by the same rules, the rules that they're putting on us do not work. And if they don't work, they don't make sense. Kind of like the vaccines. Well, not the vaccines. I've taken vaccines. I'm fully vaccinated. What I am not is I am not jabbed or boosted. Why? Because they didn't work, folks. They didn't stop transmission. They didn't stop you from getting it, and and they definitely didn't stop you from from dying from it. It's the same thing here. It's another big bunch of promises. We're going to save the planet. You're going to play a role. Uh, We get to do whatever we want. You don't. You're the problem. You're the problem. Why is it that you and I are always the problem? They have all the solutions. Did their last solution work? Did the experts' last solution work? It didn't. Why didn't it work? It's very simple why it didn't work. It's very simple. Because it doesn't work. They're liars. They're doing it for power. You can't tell me that I have to lose rights to save the planet. I I have to lose the right to travel? I I, I can only go 15 minutes in my car? I have to walk everywhere? That's that's not going to save the planet. That's restrictive. That's worse for the planet. Let's let's ask some, some serious questions here. In America, and I don't know how it is in the rest of the planet, but in America... Our taxes from the gas tax, that's what pays for the road, supposedly. Dress less driving, what's going to happen to our roads? Well, they will not deteriorate at the rate because they're not being traveled on. Bullshit. You ever seen an abandoned airport? Those runways are built to stricter guidelines than our roads are. And you leave an airport alone for five, ten years, it deteriorates. It starts falling apart, especially in the in the north, where they've got snow and rain. Snow goes in there and just breaks that, that concrete up, that cement up over time. So how are we going to keep our roads? Oh, we're just going to have to hire taxes. Yeah, so so the people that can afford cars, the, the people that are given the permission to drive wherever they want to go, which will be the politicians and the, the protected elite, they'll get to go wherever they want to go. Nothing's going to change for them. Just for you, the serfs. He continues. Melbourne and Copenhagen have both started something similar, but conspiracy theorists are saying this is a government's plot to put us all back into lockdown. That's not true. Oxfordshire County Council recently received abuse for their plan and had to issue this statement after some, including Katie Hopkins, said things like this. You will only have 15 minutes of freedom. This is real. We know that's not the case. Well, it, it is the case. And we're going to get into that here in just a moment because we're going to get the the actual county directors from Oxfordshire to come forward, and they're going to tell you what the plan is. They're going to tell you how upset they are that you, you would doubt that what they're doing is really to save the planet, and it has nothing to do with locking you down. That's crazy. Why would you believe that? Well, we just went through a two-year lockdown. Some counties in California are still under restrictions. The medication they sold didn't work. The mandates, masks, vaccines, otherwise, they they didn't work. People say, those on the other side will say, well, it would have been so much worse. How? How could it have been any worse? Well, all the lives that were saved. Bullshit. You can't say that. Your medication didn't work. Well, it, it it it, it made the symptoms less. You can't prove that. You cannot prove that. That's an unprovable point. It's a claim, but you can't prove it. Give me the data on that. Because the the vaccines, the jabs, did not work. They didn't protect you from getting it. They didn't protect you from passing it on, and they didn't protect you from dying from it. In fact, the vaccines were so terrible at what they did that they changed the definition of the term vaccine to 
to, to, to take it from something that was to make you immune from the disease, that means you can't get it. You can't pass it on. To make you immune to, well, it just treats the symptoms. That's not a vaccine. It's not the vaccines I was given as a kid. It made me immune to the disease. I, I, I couldn't get it. I, I was never going to contract it. That, that's what vaccines of old do. Are you telling me that the new vaccines with all of our technology are, are worse? They're not as effective as the old vaccines? Because the old vaccines can make us immune. The reason I bring the vaccines up is that it's important to remember what our leaders have done and what they've said and what the experts have said, and what our medical industry has been silent on for two fucking years. Now they're coming forward and saying, well, well, maybe these conspiracy theorists are right. Like Pfizer's now looking into the stroke issue after two years. How many people had to die before that came into being? How they started looking at it? Well, maybe, maybe, just maybe we made a mistake. That doesn't bring back those that suffered life-altering harm from these vaccines. And I, 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 I shouldn't say that, these medications, because it's not a vaccine. A vaccine makes you immune. It doesn't treat the symptom. It makes you immune. In the old days, our vaccines made us immune to the disease. We didn't catch it. We didn't pass it on. We didn't die from it. This one didn't do that. So when you claim it could have been so much worse, how? In the old days, you couldn't have caught it. In the old days, you couldn't have passed it on. In the old days, if you couldn't catch it and you couldn't pass it on, you weren't a threat to yourself and you weren't a threat to others. But now with this new technology, this new technology doesn't do that. And these same motherfuckers, the same ones that gave us this new technology and said, hey, this is the way that, it, it, this is the way we get back to normal. By the way, I guess the new normal is six-year-olds and eight-year-olds having strokes and heart attacks and our basketball players and football players, we get to watch them have cardiac arrest on the field or on the, on the court. That's the new thing that we get to watch. That's the new normal. Little kids dying in their sleep. That's the new normal. Well, Kramer, that has always happened. You're right, it has. Not to the level that it's happening now. Australia has seen a 17% increase in heart attacks. 17% increase in a two-year period in heart, of heart attacks. And wh what are the experts, these same motherfuckers that are telling you, hey, don't worry, we're, we're not, we're not going to lock you down. Trust us. Th that's what so much of, of this whole thing is. It's trust us, bro. We're the experts. We know what we're doing. It's not a conspiracy, but you, you can only go 15 minutes from your home in your car. That's, that's, come on, we're trying to save the planet here. There are some legitimate criticisms though about whether getting rid of cars would really work and whether people might mix less with those living elsewhere. But if it's better for the planet and makes life more convenient, could people get on board with a 15 minute city? So what he just said there, did you hear that? Yeah, there's, there's some people that don't like the fact that you couldn't see your aunt and uncle as much as you want, and you can't go see your parents that are 20, you know, 28 miles away, just, just outside the realm. You, you wouldn't be able to, you know, be with the ones you love. You've got to stay within your little quadrant. Um, yeah, besides that, it's going to save the planet. And, and if it's going to save the planet, well, then it's worth it. And, and fuck your parents and fuck your friends and, and fuck where you want to do or where you want to go. We're saving the planet, folks. Now. I got to jump on my jet and get over to Davos and see how things are going there. That's the mentality. That's the mentality. And it's not going to stop. They're not going to stop this. And how do I know? Because they keep producing this, this information that's to convince the left, the morons in the left, the, 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 the tards. I mean, I, I'm not going to use pleasant language anymore. I'm tired of being told what I can and can't say. These people are dangerous retards that are operating on a seventh grade mentality level. They have no fucking idea about the consequences of what's going to happen. They can't. They can't know because they're not thinking that. They're only thinking about what they want to achieve and what their goal is. And the goal is unachievable. Shutting down cities is not going to save the fucking planet. It only restricts rights. Nothing they've done to this point has done anything to make an impact on the planet. And every time that they try to institute their green ideas, what happened in Texas? When, when the shit really hit the fan and the weather was crazy and they didn't account for that because they don't look at all of the possibilities, the machines that were supposed to keep people warm in their homes in Texas failed because, well, they're not set up to do that. They don't work like that. So suddenly 
You're freezing in your home because someone in Davos wants to make the planet greener? Fuck that person. Let them live in the freezing house in the winter. But but they won't do that. No, they're, they're going to fly to Miami to the to the next meeting because both Davos is too cold in the winter. So we got to go to Miami or or uh, Brazil or let's go to Australia. Someplace someplace that's warm in the winter on the northern northern hemisphere. Let's fly there and have a have a meeting or conference on on how to save the planet. This is another one of these promotional videos that was produced. <clears throat> um, softer voice, better produced, same content, but more in depth as to to what they're what they're going to um, well how what their plan is. Let me put it that way. Here you go. Not sure what's going on with these controls today. They are being very sluggish. So familiar, there we go. sitting in gridlock traffic, rushing from work to appointments, going to be late for dinner again. The road rage kicks in. This is the life we're used to. But what if life could look like this? Okay. Did you see what they did there? They took you off the roads and put, to, put you into a park. Like, like you walking everywhere is the solution. Like everything that you need could be within walking distance. I know that's not true because I utilize Amazon. There's stores that aren't in my neighborhood I have to order from Amazon. So I, I can't go across the street to get it because it's just not here. So what about that truck that's bringing me my shit? Can it go more than 15 miles? Us? Okay, I'll, I'll stop here. An oasis of green parks, endless sidewalks, and empty roads. Impossible? Well, it's actually the concept behind the 15-minute city. Okay, I'm going to interrupt because it's a concept. It's an idea. It's no different than the seventh grade boy or girl on the playground saying, let's do this. And everybody else goes, what the fuck? What? No, we're not, we're not doing that. That's where we're at right now. It's a concept. They're, not, they're unwilling to try it on themselves. Let's look at a college campus. They've, they've got the perfect environment to test this out. They've got a large group of people. Why don't they go to a university? Instead of going to a town and telling the town, hey, listen, you can't move within 15 minutes. That's illegal. We're going to give you a ticket if you leave. Why don't they do that to a university? No cars on the university campus. You have to walk everywhere. And if you if you do not stay within that 15-minute area, then you get you get fined. You can walk wherever you want to walk, bike wherever you want to bike. But if you get in a car, you can only go 15 minutes within your the radius of your home. How do you think that would work on a college campus? Tell the college kids, hey, we're going to do this experiment. Um, and we're going to make it to where you cannot go anywhere but where we say you can go. What do you think that college campus would do? What do you think that they would say? I, I think that they would have a problem with that, don't you? I think they would. She continues. City or the 15-minute neighborhood is certainly something that's become very much, you can say, in vogue recently. Paris is working towards it, so is Barcelona and Portland, and now Vancouver also has a plan in place. Big new move number one was that we build a city uh, where for all residents in the city, the 90% of your daily needs are within a walking distance. When I put the closest grocery store in my GPS, it's more than a 30 minute walk away. But in a 50 minute city, I could walk to the grocery store, post office, doctor's appointment, gym, hair salon, dentist, you name it, all within, you guessed it, just 15 minutes. A solution not just for gridlock on the streets, but also for carbon emissions. In fact, the goals of creating a more walkable city were announced as part of Vancouver's recent climate emergency action plan. Okay, so you see where they're going with this, right? Now, <clears throat> what about your job? You have to get an exception to go to your job? Yes. Yep, you'll have to get an exception. Um, and on the way home from your job, will you be able to go any way that you want? No, you'll have a defined path. And if you don't stay on that path and get back to your house as soon as possible, can't dilly-dally, well, you'll get a ticket. And 90%, 90% of the things that you need in your daily life, 90% are within that 15-minute range. Are you picking up on what they're saying? You're going to lose 10% of your, your, your daily life. Things that you're used to doing, the freedoms that you used to have, they're going to say that 10%, you, you don't get to do anymore. We'll determine what that 10% is. Are you good with this? Are you happy with this? Does this 
uh, in America, I don't care about Canada, I don't care about uh, Spain, I don't care about any of the other cities or countries in America. Is this something that that you can go, go along with? Let's say that you go to San Francisco, for example, one of the cities in the states that are looking at doing this. Uh, you go to San Francisco and you're traveling around. Are, are you going to get a ticket as a visitor there? How are they going to do that? How are they going to guarantee that that I, I I don't belong where where I want to? That's so, it's so hard to think about. I can't even say it out loud. How do they know that I'm not where I'm supposed to be? That's not someone else's job to determine. I'm a free human being, right? I I can determine where I want to be. And to say that, hey, we're we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna allow you to to travel within 15 minutes of your home or, or past 15 minutes of your home because it, it's a danger to the planet. I, I haven't seen that proof yet. That me staying home is going to save the planet. That and, and now, by the way. I work out of my house. I probably only drive my car two days a week, three days, if that. And everything that I do, for the most part, is within 15 minutes of my home for the stuff that that I need on a daily basis. You're right. But sometimes I get the itch to go further than that because I'm fucking bored in my home. I like to see other things. I, I like to talk to other people. And not everybody that I know is within 15 minutes of my home. So how are they going to solve this problem? They can't. They'll have to become more and more restrictive. And what we've seen in the last two years, I'm, I'm going to play a piece here from the, the, the officials in Oxfordshire, England, where they're, they're very clear that they do not like the pushback. She's very upset. It's got to stop. That's how you know that you're doing the right thing. But let's go on with this. Because you have to understand, their, you have to listen to their mentality. You have to listen to how they're promoting it. And it's all rainbows, Fairy, uh, fairy farts and um, glitter dust coming out of a unicorn's ass. That's what they try to sell here. But I can already see the problems. What are we going to do with our disabled people that can't ride bikes and can't walk? What, what, what's their accommodation? Oh, well, we'll, we'll get that taken care of. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a special bus or something that comes around and, and picks them up. Well, we already have that. So we're not, we're not saving anything there. Well, yeah, but they're, they're the exception. No, no, I, I, I'm the exception too, because I ain't doing it. I, I refuse. I, you'll have to ticket me. I'm not paying any of them. I'm a free person. I'm a free human being. The, the city streets belong to all of us, not just a select group or those with permission. They belong to all of us. We, we've we've paid for them. Out of our taxes, our, 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 you're going to tell me that the people driving electric cars who didn't pay any taxes for these roads, that they get a pass, and the guys that actually paid for the roads, they've got to stop driving? Are you fucking serious? That's where they're headed. That's what they want. You'll be able to go anywhere you want in your electric vehicle. That'll be the incentive. You buy an electric vehicle, you can go anywhere you want. You got one of those gas guzzlers that ruins the planet, regardless of the fact that they have no idea how the electricity gets from the gas and coal-fired power plant, right, uh, to the vehicle. They don't understand that, that it takes more raw materials and is worse for the planet for you to drive your electric vehicle than it is for me to drive my gas vehicle over the life of the vehicle. It just is. Those are, those are the stats. Don't let, those, don't let the facts get in the way, though. They continue. And the Vancouver Plan and Project team are already in the process of figuring out what neighborhoods should look like and how to translate that into land use strategies. So the first thing they're going to do with your private property is tell you what you can and can't do. These are the, the, this is the end of your private property rights. In the U.S., um, that's what our law is built on. Our common law is built on property rights. And the government, the only right that they have in our constitution here in the U.S. is to protect those rights. They have no authority or, 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 or jurisdiction to take those rights from us. They don't. The only way that they take rights is if you give them up, if you don't fight for them, if you say, you know what? This 15-minute city thing, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a try and see. No, you cannot give it a try. You cannot allow it to get in. Didn't you learn anything from the last two fucking years? These motherfuckers are not gonna stop. They have a plan. They are ready to take over the planet. I know it sounds crazy, like something Alex Jones would say, but on a daily basis, they they keep telling us what they're going to do, what they're going to do, what they're going to do. And everybody goes, Oh, it's not gonna be that bad. Now they're telling you how far you can travel. And not in, in North Korea, not, not in Cuba, not in dictatorships. No, 
In free Western nations, they're telling the citizens what they can and can't do. I'm a citizen. I'm not a subject. You will not tell me where I can and can't go. You cannot do it. You can try, but I'm not going to listen because in our Constitution, it says any law that's unjust, I have the authority to disobey. I don't have to obey unjust laws. And until you can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that me not driving farther than 15 minutes in my car is going to save the planet, until you can do that, fuck you. I'm not doing it. Non-compliance, people, that's the way that we get through this. Non-compliance. And in, in Oxfordshire in particular, uh, what's interesting is that in the middle of the night, shadowy figures are showing up and they're, they're disabling the cameras. They're tearing down the barricades or the barriers. People are done. They learned their lesson. They're not going to do the same thing that they did the last two years. I can guarantee you that that shit comes to my neighborhood. Those barricades, those cameras, they will not remain optional or operational. Yes, I will. I go ahead, use this in my trial. Yes, I will tear them down. They are unjust. Well, your destruction of public property. I paid for it. You paid for it. It's ours. We paid for it. That's our property. Those are our roads, our streets. They have no authority to tell us what we can and can't do. Folks, in America, and I don't care about the rest of the planet. In America, we got to get this right. These motherfuckers work for us. We don't work for them. They work for us. It's the pleasure. We give them the honor of serving the public. They're not our bosses. They can't. They have no authority over us. None. There's nothing that they can do or say that to make you do what you want to, what they want you to do against your will. They don't have the authority. And non-compliance is the only way to I mean, look look at look at the highways. Look at the highways. When I was a kid, they were so concerned about going 55, 55, 55. We're going to save the planet. You know, oil prices were so high, we're going to save the planet and we're going to we're going to address these high prices. We're going to lower the rate of speed uh, from from 70 down to 55, and everybody lost their shit. And all of the public safety people, oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. Uh, it didn't make an impact, folks. It just didn't make an impact. And, and they say, well, accidents went down. And no, they didn't. You see, you have to put things in, in, in they have to correlate with each other when you're, when you're talking about these issues, right? Not causation, correla correlation. They, they have to correlate. If you've got higher gas prices, higher fuel prices, that typically means, and I know in my parents' uh, situation, that they just drove less. They didn't have the money to drive wherever they wanted to go. It was expensive. They they worked in Indianapolis. At the time, we were living in Martinsville, Indiana. It was like 35, 40 minutes away. They had to drive that both ways each day. And it was expensive. And so we didn't go anywhere. We didn't do anything. You have to you have to look at that too. You have to look at not just the did the speeds go down and accidents went down with it, but you had to look at how many people were on the road. I mean, for example, there's far less there's far less accidents on a snowy night at night when there's no cars on the road than there is during the day when the snow is falling and the cars are driving because they got to do business. There's a lot more accidents during the day than there is at night. Speed didn't have anything to do with that. The number of people on the road did, especially stupid people on the road. <laughs> they think that they're going to solve the world's problems and solve this imaginary climate change bullshit that they've got going on. And have you noticed that the the, the more that they try to, to make the planet better, the more that they try to clean the planet up, the more it means a limitation to your freedoms. You can't do this. You can't do that. I'll tell you what you can and can't do. I'm the boss. I'm the expert. I'll, I'll tell you what you can and can't do. I'll, I'll tell you how you can and can't save the planet. Just listen to me. Give me all your money and all your power, and, and, and I'll fix it for you. Let me ask you a question. How did they do over the last two years? You think these same motherfuckers can, can make the planet cleaner? Let me explain something to you that you probably haven't thought of before. Why do you sleep at night? Do you know why you sleep? Well, I'm tired. That's a symptom. Why do you get tired? Well, because I've worked all day long. Mm -hmm. That's a symptom. Why does working make you tired? Well, it just does. Okay, explain it. 
why are you tired? Why do you fall asleep? You can tell me why the chemicals in our brain change and I've got this in the, the system and that in the system and, and, and that makes me tired and that's a symptom. Why do the chemicals do what they do? Why do they affect your brain and your muscles and your body the way that they do? You can't tell me. Nobody can. No scientist on the face of the earth can tell us why we have to sleep. Let me ask you another one. You go in and get an operation and they give you general anesthesia propofol or whatever else they give you. They knock you the fuck out and your brain disconnects from your body. You don't feel pain and you're removed from reality. You, you have no memory of it. You don't remember being cut on. You don't remember the, the, the atrocity that your body, that the, the, the tragic, not uh, what was it, the carnage. That's what I'm looking for. The carnage that your body just went through as they cut into you no different than a piece of beef and did what they did on the inside and then sewed you back up. Your body doesn't remember any of that. How is that? Go ask a doctor. Ask an uh, anesthesiologist. Ask them to explain why the drugs do what they do and, and how the body disconnects and consciousness disconnects. Ask them. They can't tell you. Well, Kramer, what does that have to do with climate change? If these motherfuckers can't tell me why I do something that I do eight hours a day, every day for my entire life, if they can't explain that, then don't fucking tell me that you know what the what the fuck is going on with the planet over the last 20 million, 40 million, 100 million years. You have no fucking idea. You're making up rules on the playground no different than that little girl in seventh grade. It does not change. If you can't explain to me the basics and by the way, these same motherfuckers that are telling you that they can tell you what the planet is going to do in 100 years or 200 years, 300 years, are also the same ones that are telling you that men can get pregnant. And that a trans woman is really a woman. She's just a, a woman without a uterus. That's what we call men. Well, there are some women that don't have uteruses. Yeah, they're the outliers. They got everything else, though. Funny how, Funny how all these trans men suffer from the same exact debilitating disease um, of ha having a missing uterus. They'll, they'll never be able to enjoy the, the, the joy of having a, a baby come out of their penis, ever. Well, I, I, I transitioned all the way. Okay. Did they give you ovaries and a uterus? And does your body, can it produce another human being? Then you're not a woman. I don't care what you call yourself. Call yourself whatever you want. It's a free country. But do not expect me to go along with your psychotic, um, attention-getting game that you're playing. I don't have to participate in your psychosis. None of us do. And I don't have to, I don't have to abide by the 15-minute city bullshit. And that's exactly what it is. Listen. The neighborhood and look at your walk score. The walk score actually just tells you how many good things you're a short walk from. Where we get really low walk scores are in the, in the parts of the city that are largely suburban. And why is that? Because we don't want to be there. It's a choice. Yes, we could all live in New York City. We could all live in high rises. We could all live in the concrete jungle. Some of us don't want to live there. It's called choice. We want to be out where we've got a little bit of land. Yeah, it's a little bit of a drive. But we don't have the congestion. It's funny to me that... The city planners have now said, hey, listen, after after all this time, we're, we're going to have to do this this way because it'll save the planet. Guaranteed? Well, there's, there's no guarantee. So we're going to change our entire economy. We're going to change our cities. We're going to change the way that people can travel. We're going to restrict rights. And, and it's not for sure that it'll do what you want it to do. Well, it'll help, like your vaccines did, where you can't prove it. You'll just say it. It's, that's what you're saying, that it's, the vaccines will, will save us. This will save us. I haven't seen something that you've come up with yet that has actually factually saved anyone. I may be wrong, but that's that's the way that I see it. The moron continues. And so there's some sections where, you know, single family homes are really far uh, from a lot of retail. And uh, in those areas, the actual answer is to deliver more of those uh, um, commercial services to them. The planning project team will be addressing council with options as early as July. And they'll also have some pilot project ideas. But for this plan to really work, you don't just need to change the city. To meet the, the environmental goals that um, the country, the province and the city have committed to repeatedly. 
um, is to change behavior. So in Vancouver's latest climate emergency action plan, they announced new incentives to drive less, like connecting cycling and walking networks citywide in hopes that 80% of trips by 2030 will be made either by foot, bike, or transit. Okay, okay. Did you hear that? We're, we're, we're going to spend all this money, we're going to spend all this time, and it's just a hope. We're going to restrict your rights in the hope. Listen closely to what she says. Connecting cycling and walking networks citywide in hopes that 80% of trips by 2030 will be made either by foot, bike, or transit. There you go. Again, this goes back to the World Economics 2030 plan, the 2030 agenda. It hasn't changed. They're still moving forward with it. For you Q-tards out there that are still listening, that still find my stuff uh, interesting, that I haven't pissed off yet, when are you going to get your plan together? Because they have a plan. This is just one more initiative, one initiative after another. It's a slow roll where the frog in the water, the pan is on the stove. The water is there. The frog is there. They're heating it up. The water's heating up. They're going to fucking boil us if we don't fucking stand up. So when do you stand up? What do you do? Because they have plans and they're lying to you through their teeth. We've seen enough of this moron talking about, you know, how his city is going to be perfect. Let's let's look at the uh, the county officials in Oxfordshire, England, who are pissed off that the conspiracy theories, uh, the, the conspiracy theorists who have been right so far are saying, hey, it seems like you're restricting us again and that you're running a test on how you can do it neighborhood by neighborhood and keep control of us. We don't like it. Please don't do that anymore. And this is what they had to say. Hello, everyone. Recently, we've seen a lot of misinformation about traffic filters. Okay, uh, no misinformation. It's all factual. Because what they're saying they're going to do, they're doing. Now, listen carefully to what they say. You're not imprisoned. There's no bars. There's no barriers. But if you leave, you're going to have to pay a fee. Listen. Not online. This misinformation is being spread by many disreputable sources, and it has been extremely disappointing to see it being picked up by the national media outlets as well. These conspiracy theories are causing real-world harm and need to stop. Okay, what's the real-world harm? Did you hear what that is? See, this is what the left does. They make these wide claims with no backup. It's causing widespread harm. Where? What's the widespread harm? Yeah, they, they're, they're destroying the barriers because they don't want to be kept in. They're, they're not slaves. They're not prisoners. That's their neighborhood. So, yeah, they're, they're going to tear down those, those barriers so they can get to where they, they want to go, where they need to go. And they don't need your permission to do it. So, so what's, what's the harm? This is how they talk, folks. And, and this language right here is what they did during COVID. The same exact thing. If you do this, you could cause grave harm to your neighbors. It's called propaganda. There's nothing backing it up. She's just made a claim. She's not stated what the harm is. She's not stated how people have been hurt, what the damage is. This is great harm, and it needs to stop. That's exactly what the nanny state would say. She continues. We have been receiving many calls and emails from worried residents in genuine fear that they might be locked in their own home. Okay, that is a valid concern. Looking at what happened, what's happened over the last two years, being locked in your home, well, it's a valid concern. Why do you think that people would be concerned about this, you stupid fucking cunt? Why do you think? Why do you think that people are concerned about being locked in their homes? Haven't, have you witnessed what happened over the last two years? Where, where people were locked down. They weren't permitted to go wherever they wanted to go. If they didn't have a certain medication in their system, they couldn't go eat here in the U.S., they couldn't go shop, they couldn't go to live events. There's, there's a ton of different things that they couldn't do. Why do you think that people would be so conspiratorial about this? Because they see what you're doing. They, they're judging you on what you've already done, the actions that you've already taken against them. And not just that. But the plans that you have laid out in the Great Reset, because this is straight out of Davos, folks. This isn't something that Oxfordshire just thought up on their own. It's straight out of Davos. It's straight out of the Great Reset. It's straight out of the WEF's plan. They want to control you. And they figure that if they give you everything that you need within a 15-minute walk of you, a 15-minute radius, well, then... <laughs> 
you should be fine. What, what do you got to complain about? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Be happy. Stop complaining and be happy. If, if you're not happy, well, you'll get a, a finer ticket for that. That's where we're headed, folks. She continues. This is categorically untrue, and we're talking to you today to explain the truth. Okay, listen to the truth. Again, she's saying you're not going to be locked into your homes, just your community, just the, just the area that you live in. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but listen to what he says, because they, they do this tit-for-tat thing. They go back and forth. Listen again. Everybody's concerned, but there's nothing to be concerned about, folks. You are not going to lock you in your homes. <laughs> That'd be crazy. We're just going to give you a ticket if you leave. To reassure residents and set the record straight, we want to be absolutely clear. We are not planning a climate lockdown. I agree. It's not going to be a climate lockdown. It'll be some other kind of lockdown. And if it is a climate lockdown, well, we, we misspoke. We, we didn't mean to say it exactly that way. I've been watching them, not just for the last two years, but for the last, well, 40, 50 years of my life. And how they, how they speak and how they talk. May, shall, can. That's what passive aggressive people say. Those are the words they use. We have no intention. Well, no, of course you don't have any intention. But I heard Joe Biden say that, no, we don't have the right to mandate masks. And then, boom, everybody get your fucking mask on or you can't do anything. New rule on the playground. New rule. You, you can't do anything unless you got a fucking mask on. We're supposed to believe you. We're supposed to believe that what you're saying we, we're, we're going to be able to take your word, and, and that word will be true as much in two years as it is today. I, I don't believe you. I, I've seen what you motherfuckers have done. I, I see what you fucking cunts have done. Yes, Johnny, I know I'm using the word cunt a lot, but she's a fucking cunt. Anybody else in the audience agree? I've got a, a buddy of mine that says I use that word too much. But she's British. He's British. They'll understand. They use that word a lot more than we do. Or a lockdown of any kind. The traffic filters will be installed. Okay, I got to jump back in real quick. You're going to want to pay particular attention to this young man because he's going to tell you, you're not being locked in by any barriers. We're not keeping you in. You can travel wherever you want to go. But if you do and you travel outside of your assigned area, you're going to get fined. Listen closely. File on six roads in Oxford in 2024. They will not be physical barriers. They're not steel walls or electronic gates. They're simply traffic cameras that can read number plates. If a vehicle passes through, the camera will read the number plate and if you do not have an exemption or a residence permit, you will receive a fine in the post. Okay, there we go. So it is a prison. Uh, let's be real clear about what he's saying here again. Let's play it back so everybody's clear on what he just said. It will not be a physical barrier. It'll be an electronic barrier, one that you cannot leave. If you leave, you will get a fine in the mail. You'll get a fine in the post. Hey, don't worry about it. You can go wherever you want to go. But you're going to get a fine for it. If a vehicle passes through, the camera will read the number plate. And if you do not have an exemption or a residence permit, you will receive a fine in the post. There you go. So what's the difference between a metal barrier um, or a wood barrier, or a steel barrier, or whatever they're, whatever kind of barrier they're trying to say that they're not creating, if the barrier does the exact same thing, if it keeps people from traveling because they're afraid of getting a fine, what's the difference? Is your dog any less fenced in with a fenceless yard? Well, yeah, there's, there's no fence. But if he goes to that point where the fence would be, he gets a huge electric shock into his neck from his collar. Is that any less of a barrier than the fence was? No, it's the same fucking thing, you morons. It's not any different. If I can't travel freely, yes, I'm being locked in. It doesn't matter what the technology being used is. Is that any different than being put in the, the, the what is it, the locks? Remember they in the old days, they put you in the locks, or they put your head in the piece of wood and your hands, and they leave you out there in the winter. What is it? What is it? What is it? I can't remember what that's called. But the, the, the foot locks or the head locks or whatever they, they, those things were called, um, is, is, is an electronic version of that any different? It is not. You see, in, in America, we use uh, technology along our border, 
in areas that we don't have fences and we don't have walls um, to watch and see if people are coming in. Now, we just let them come in right now. But in the old days, we used that technology to, to be able to know where they were and go, hey, listen, they're coming in. And we go, we went and got them. They're using the same exact technology now against their own citizens. The technology used by border agents to maintain a safe border is now being used to maintain cities. But, but don't, don't, let, don't let the fact that we're going to find you get in the way. No, 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 no. We're doing this for the planet. We're doing this for you. Stay in your home. Give up everything. Oh, nothing. Be happy. Shh. Keep your fucking mouth shut. We got it all taken care of. We're the smart ones here. You guys are dumb. You're so fucking dumb. You are so fucking dumb. You're so fucking dumb and you don't even know that you're dumb. That's how they treat us. That's what they think. They think we're fucking morons. What they don't know is that we're the ones that make everything happen. None of what they do happens without us. Why am I bringing all this up? Because these are the arguments of a crazy seven-year-old girl on the playground making rules. That's what they're doing here. They're not thinking through all the consequences. They're telling you that the reason is to save the planet, but they're not telling you what your sacrifice is going to actually do, how much of your sacrifice is actually going to save the planet. They, they make the promises, but they never hold up. And we're going to get into that next week because we're going to go through Al Gore's an inconvenient truth and actually offer up some inconvenient facts. The moron continues. By restricting through traffic at certain times of day, they work in exactly the same way as the existing traffic cameras in the high street. There's been a lot of commentary that the filters will separate communities and stop people from visiting loved ones. This is not true. You will still be able to drive your car freely to every single part of the city. We are just asking you to try to avoid inner city roads, as we all know these roads are suffering from awful congestion delayed bus journeys, and are unsafe for people cycling and walking. Okay, so did you hear what he said? There? Oh, you'll be able to go anywhere you want for now. That, that, that's what I read into it. This is just a test run. We're going to see how it works. Do you honestly think that they're going to allow you to travel anywhere you want? Really? H have you seen how these people work? The only reason that they're giving this, the only reason that they're doing this video is because of the pushback. That's it. Because of the pushback of the people saying, hey, listen, we don't trust you. We don't trust you because you locked us down once and, and we think you're going to do it again. We don't trust you. That's why they're that's why they're coming out with this. Otherwise, this video would not be out. They're trying to, hey, 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 guys. Hey, hey, look around. I think these motherfuckers have realized they're a frog in a pot. I, I think they're I think they're waking up, motherfuckers. I, I think they got it. I think they're finally getting it. And that's how we get here. That's the only reason that they're commenting, making comment on this video is because, well, they know that they're in trouble. We expect these traffic filters to reduce congestion and air pollution in our city, make bus journeys faster and more reliable, and make walking and cycling safer for everyone. Okay, let, let, let's dive into this. Did you hear what he just said? Okay, so the whole reason for this, they say is twofold. They say it's to save the planet and stop congestion in the highest congested areas but you have to drive further and out of your way to avoid these areas to get where you wanted to go. Oh, you'll be able to go wherever you want to go. It's not just 15 minutes of your home. No, you just can't go through these areas right here. You can go wherever you want to go, except at these time of days or times of day. You're not going to be able to go, oh, you know, in the morning or in the afternoon or around noon. So you got a two hour window here and you got a two hour window here and, and don't get out of that. You see, these are the, the consequences of they didn't think this through because if it's to save the planet, okay, and, and to decrease congestion, I'll give you an example. <clears throat> Indianapolis, Indiana right now for the last two years or so has had uh, the downtown area completely shut down. So 65 and 70 downtown, um, it, it's been a nightmare for two years. You, you haven't been able to go through downtown. And by the way, the way that Indianapolis is set up is 465 is an outer um, freeway goes around the entire city. Through the city goes uh, 65 and 70. Uh, 65 goes north and south. Uh, 70 goes east and west. So you can get in Indianapolis. Uh, uh, Indianapolis is the 12th largest city in the country. You can get uh, basically anywhere in this city within 20, 25 minutes. Anywhere in 20 minutes by car. 
because you've got that, the, the way the roads are set up. In fact, that's why Indiana is called the crossroads of America. It, almost, it doesn't only have to do with our roads, but our railroads are the same way. So what I find interesting um, is that they shut down 65 and 70 downtown to redo them. And by the way, it looks awesome. Hopefully it'll solve a lot of the problems, but they've shut it down for two years. And so all of that traffic has gone out, gone out onto 465. Trucks and cars, people traveling through the state of Indiana are bitching and moaning because of how far it takes them out of their way. Instead, excuse me, instead of being able to go straight through town, they got to go all the way around, which adds another 30 minutes to the trip. If you go around all the way around 465, it takes you about an hour to go all the way around. So if you go halfway around, which is what people on 65 are having to do, they jump off of 65, takes 465 south to go south. Uh, that is an extra 25, 30 minute um, trip out of your way. That's how much longer it takes. And not only that, but it's super congested. So the problems they tried to solve with doing all the shit downtown has created more accidents and more problems on the outlying roads. Again, it's not thinking. When you restrict, when you restrict people, um, they make different choices than they would if you gave them freedom. And, and when you notice, there are some roads in China, for example, which amaze me. I don't know if you've ever seen these videos, where there, there are no traffic signals. It's not a roundabout. It's just a big area, and people seem to get it together. They've got thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people going through this intersection a day from, from four or five different areas, and they seem to make it work. Nobody from the government involved at all, and they, they seem to make it work. But they don't trust us in Oxfordshire. They don't trust us to be able to do the same thing because they think we're all morons. They're smarter than we are. She continues. Not everyone will agree with our decisions. We don't. Concerns about the traffic filters and how they will operate. We've listened carefully to feedback from residents and partners and have made changes to the scheme based on this feedback. The scheme will be introduced as a trial during which another consultation will take place. Don't you love the fact that they're using the word scheme? They're scheming to take our rights. They're scheming to do this. They're scheming to do that. I, again, I, I love wordplay, and, and I think it's interesting that they chose, of all the words, they chose the word scheme. During this trial, we will listen to your views while also monitoring data on traffic levels. Let's go back and, and take a look at that. What did she say? While also monitoring data on traffic levels and air pollution. The scheme will be introduced as a trial during which another consultation will take place. During this trial, we will listen to your views while also monitoring data on traffic levels and air pollution. Yeah, you see the little the little Final breathing decision. in thing there. The little breathing in thing. I don't know what problem. I'm having problems with my tech today. Uh, the, the, her little breathing in thing. I, I watch body language. And as soon as he said, you'll, you'll have the choice to, and then... Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just reading too much into it. ...on whether or not the filters should be made permanent. We strongly encourage anyone who wants to find out more about the proposals, including maps and FAQs, to visit Oxfordshire County Council's dedicated website. If you're still in doubt, please write to us or talk to your local councillor. Okay, you've seen enough of it. You know what they've got planned. You know what they're going to do. They've told you, and now they're implementing these new 15-minute cities. And again, it's it's for your own good. It's for the, the good of community, the community. Okay. Um, if that's the case, if you know what the outcome is going to be, then please explain to me why we sleep. Before you implement a 15-minute city and make another huge change, into the way that humans work with each other. Explain to me why you sleep. Explain to me why you do that eight hours a day. You can't. And until you can do that, and until you can tell me why we sleep, stop telling me that you know what it's going to take to cure the planet of this imaginary disease of climate change. I'll close with this. When I was a kid in the early 1970s, 71, 72, we were being taught that unless we changed our ways and stopped burning trash outside and stopped throwing our shit out the window, that, um, well, we were going to trash the planet and it would be a snowball earth by the mid 80s. 
I'm going to tell you again, they told me as a kid that if we didn't change our ways and do as they, they, they said, that by the mid-1980s, we would have a snowball earth. And then when, when that didn't pan out, what we were told through the 80s and into the 90s was, well, if, if you don't change your ways, it's going to be, um, it's going to be global warming. Um, the polar caps are going to melt. The, the oceans will rise. And, and it's going to happen in the next 10 to 12 years. And, and you gotta, you got to pay attention to us now. And when that didn't happen, then they went to climate change. Now, keep in mind that not a single one of their predictions has, has yet come true. Not a single one. But now they're claiming that, well, it, it's climate change. It could get hotter. It could get cooler. Who the fuck knows? But you got to give us your control. You got to give us the power because we're going to fight it. We're going to figure out what the problem is, and we're going to fight it. By the way, while we're doing that, if you would do us a favor and just take this jab, just put this into your body, and it's going to keep you from getting sick. Well, it won't keep you from getting sick. It'll, it'll keep you from passing it on if you get sick. That correction, it will not do that either. But it'll keep you from dying. If, if you catch it, you won't die. It won't be as bad, and you'll survive. But not everybody will. These are the promises that these same motherfuckers have been making over the years. And time and time again, we found out that they're wrong. We found out that they're lying to us. And in many cases, they're doing it for one of two reasons. They're an ideologue, total moron, and have no idea of the consequences of their actions. That's one. Or number two, they're evil. And they want power and they want money. That's the only reason that they're doing it. And if you think it's going to get any better by keeping your mouth shut, if you think that it's going to be any better or get any better by not doing anything, you're sadly mistaken. These folks have made it clear as to what their agenda is. They're going to use any means possible to get you to fall underneath their thumb. And I'm not saying that. That's what they're saying. They're the ones making the statements that you will own nothing and be happy. Now, I'm not saying that materialism is the, the greatest thing on the face of the planet, but I really don't want someone else telling me what I will and will not be and how happy I will and will not be based on what they make me do. I didn't like it on the seventh, seventh grade playground, and I don't like it today. I, don't like bull, I didn't like bullies then. I detest them now. And that's what's happening here. It's nothing different, folks, than the seventh grade playground. And everybody knows how you have to deal with the seventh grade playground bully. You have to knock them the fuck out. And not just them, a couple of their minions. Make examples of them. That day is coming. Because the American people and the people of the world, regardless of where they are on the planet, they all want the same thing. For their fellow man to stay the fuck out of their business. And it's gotten to the point now that these morons in an effort to clean the planet when nobody else is doing it. We got the Paris Accord. China's not doing it. Russia's not doing it. Africa's not doing it. These developing nations, India is not going to do it. They're not going to sit back and say, hey, listen, America and all you Western nations, you got to utilize all of these tools to be able to build your economies and, and build your societies. And, and now you're telling us that we can't? Fuck you. They're not going along with it. I don't trust them any farther than I can throw them. So since I can't trust them, then I, I can't abide by what's going on. Can you? Not only that, but what your, your kids are being told at school and what they're being taught about who they are and what their planet is and the role that they play on it, it's less and less that they have no right to be here, that the planet in a bunch of these teachers' minds should be humanless. That would make them happy. Because then the, the planet would be able to be clean and pure. But they, they don't want to be the ones to leave. They, they want to make you the ones to, to leave. So that's 15-minute cities in a nutshell. They've told you what they're going to do. They've done it. So those of you who believe in Q or believe that the government, our government, is going to come save us, um, are, they saving, uh, are they saving the people of England? Is Q saving the people of Canada? How about the people of uh, Russia, 
or Ukraine? Is, is Q going to do any of that? The reason I bring it up is because it's important for the people of America to understand that we're on our own, folks. This is it. It doesn't get any better. The only way it gets better is if these morons are removed from the playground. That's the only way that it that it happens. One by one, gone from the playground because they don't know how to play. It's their way or the highway. Their rules are nothing else. So you've got to ask yourself, what are you willing to put up with? When they tell you that you can't go see grandma. Now, they told you you couldn't so go see grandma because she was sick or you were sick or she was in a nursing home and you hadn't been tested. They, they told you you couldn't go see grandma then. How are you going to deal with it when they tell you you can't go see grandma because, well, she just lives too far away? And that you going to see her, that could be a danger. Could hurt the planet. Oh, we're not doing that. You'll be able to go wherever you want to go. Mm -hmm. That's what they said before. And they told us that... Um, well, I don't, I don't have the authority to mandate masks on anybody. Remember how that went? That's all I got today. Thanks for joining. We'll be back tomorrow or as soon as we can. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Thursday, February 3rd. We'll be back soon. Get more at KramerSays.com. KramerSez.com.